and we're back. What's up, everybody? Benja, well done. Coming at you live on this beautiful corona-free day. Today is Saturday, Saturday, September the 4th at 10.35 in the morning. How are you doing? So, uh, here's the thing. Unhappy, not depressed. What do I mean by that? Well, you see, somebody asked me the other day if I was happy. And um, I'm, I'm big into physics. The whole notion that uh, something has to happen for you to uh, have the result of that. You know, you push something, it moves. You work hard, you get the result of hard work. That kind of a whole thing, right? Parallel examples, but you get what I'm saying. You know, I feel like my, my um, regular moment is... Uh, non-existent, neutral, just very laxed. You know what I'm saying? Uh, maybe lax isn't the best term, but anyway. Somebody asked me the other day if I was happy, and I told them no. And they looked at me and they said, are you upset? I said, no. So you depressed? Because you're not happy. I said, no, 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 no. And then I got into this whole tangent. And I started thinking to myself, not just what is mine, but what an interesting question it is. Like, what is your temperament? How How are you... How is, you know, how are, how, introspectively, how are you? What an interesting question. Uh, and, and, and is your temperament? I know some people that their regular temperament, they're always happy. I know some people, they're always just like fucking angry. And um, I started getting deeper into that feeling and that thought. And um, the funny thing is, this is kind of like a, contradictory statement, but it's the truth. My regular temperament, okay, is always, it's always steamy, like angry steamy, right? But not purposely because something happened. That's just my temperament. I'm a really um, aggressive kind of a guy. And, you know, I set my morning, I, I start my mornings at like four o'clock in the morning, or whatever, even on the weekends right? Um, I'm really, I'm really, really active, but I always have a certain sense of, uh, kind of, not that I'm, not that I'm lazy, but I always have the feeling like I am behind, even though I'm not. So I'm always pushing forward because the thing is like, I'm a big believer that you don't really, I'm on the bumpiest road in Texas right now. But anyway, um, I'm a big believer that you know, you don't ever really necessarily know how many minutes, how many hours, how many seconds, days, etc. you have to do a certain thing. So I always, in the military, call it front-loading. Okay, front-loading your rucksack or front, if you're doing like a march or something like that, or front-loading your day, which means you compress every single thing into the morning. This way, you guarantee have more excess of your night. And if you need more hours, minutes, etc. because you started early, and you have discipline, then you have enough hours, minutes, days, etc., to get whatever you're done accomplished. Now, in the days that I'm I'm trying to get a lot done and everything, and I don't get everything done, I'm glad that I started at four o'clock in the morning, um, because I'd be even further behind. So the next day I catch up. But as far as like temperament goes and whatnot, I always have the feeling, um, 
that that I'm that I'm kind of slighted. That people have a certain impression about me, and some of it's just, and some of it I don't have proof of. But the thing is, this is the world, and this is reality. Not everything is fair, and the world is not a meritocracy. And I believe that I do something with better than somebody else. Okay, unlike other individuals whatever they do, when I miss an opportunity based off of an, an unjust reason, I put it into my, you know, <laughs> my, uh, my, my, my backpack or whatever you want to call it. And I carried around with me for life and every single opportunity added up after added up. I just keep carrying it with me. I got a big chip on my shoulder, right? That's a weird expression by the way. But anyway, stick with me. Um, but I started doing, and I've already known this about myself. But I didn't ever really externalize it. So for anything, this is just a rant to get out. You know, for every single opportunity and every single slide or something like that, I am a hater. I do hold grudges, okay? And it's part of my fuel because if somebody says that uh, I don't have the ability to do something or I'm not gonna do something, you just gave me that much more motivation. And it's a weird kind of a thing. And the, um, uh, some people in the military call it getting pissed. It doesn't mean you're like angry. It's like controlled anger. And that's my normal grind. I start my day every single day pissed off at how either I didn't get something finished yesterday and every other thing negative that anybody ever said about me. And my mission is for myself. But my secondary mission, I have plenty of auxiliary motivation for all the shit talkers and all the haters that said that I couldn't do something, that I can't do something, you know, I'm not gonna do something, okay? Now, privately, I keep my, my goals to myself, but publicly, especially if it's on a competitive level, let's just say it's a jujitsu or a comedy or whatever, everyone outrightly wants to be better than somebody else. That's just natural competition, but I know how hard I work. So I prove through my control, through my discipline, through my emotions and that hate, well, I'm not gonna say hate, but that steaming, constant rage. And that's a, a strong word, so I'll just say steaming, okay? Everything else is, without getting too deep and private, keeping things more to myself and not having everything be externalized, steaming will be the best way I'll describe it. But um, it's just part of who I am. And if you think about steam, how, it, how it's like a, like a pressure pot, right? how it compresses and everything, that steam is part of what drives me. That steam of being slighted, that steam of uh, being unjusted, that steam of feeling like I'm getting skipped over. Everything compounded on top of everything makes me more explosive, more motivated, and part of who I am. But don't get me wrong, my neutral, my neutral on a one to 10 is like an eight. You know, I told, I told a buddy of mine the other day, you don't ever want to assume how someone will react to something, okay? Now, just to give a perfect example, if there was a guy similar to me, okay, but uh, let's just say he's also running at an eight, but he externalizes it differently. He might be violent, he, he, might, he might do certain things, they might, they might be, um, like I said, violent, you know, or, or or yell or scream. I don't know any of that. I do it. To, I have this, this dumb joke that I say. It's I'm being sarcastic when I say it, but you know, I do what's most healthy in these situations. 
which is I stuff it deep, deep down inside of me and I let it build up and I don't ever talk about it. That's like a dumb... See? I feel like I should have a second job for teaching people how to how to uh, uh, pay attention to green lights and stuff. And we're back. <laughs> anyway, in the making, in the making. But anyway, it's always a constant thought. It's always a constant notion that I have inside me, but I don't necessarily act on it because I just keep it all internal and I, um, I just, I just let it steam through, you know? But that whole um, thing about um, that whole thing about um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, that whole thing about um, about there being another guy and, and reacting. You don't ever really know how somebody will react to a certain situation, which is why, in my opinion, you do things. I'm not going to give a specific layout. But I'll just throw the caution up there. If there was a guy that thought that um, he could fire some guy from his job, from his employer, for example, without cause, for no reason, or even worse, for a reason that wasn't just, the person doing that firing that might be a jerk and insensitive might think to himself, ah, he'll be fine, he'll get over it. What's the worst he could do? Well, imagine the worst thing and multiply it by a million times, right? And then compound that with that guy's personal feelings. And that guy could just go freaking just, you know, crazy psycho, right? And the only reason I said that is because that's one thing that I always anticipate when I'm talking to people. Um, and I think that that's something that's highly overlooked. Because most people, again, in my opinion, when they talk to me, talk to me... Uh, and for whatever reason it may be, very neutral, very normal. But when people talk to me in a derogatory way, <laughs> uh, it's always funny about the internal thoughts, <laughs> which I have, which are imaginative to say the very least, which I don't act on, but I'm telling myself, this guy has no idea, you know, and I'm not saying this in like a, a brutal way, but this guy, as many other people, Okay, probably don't think how I or anyone else could react in certain situations. Now, the reason why I say that, again, not trying to be too technical or too deep on myself, but it's because when I talk to other people, I am very cautious and aware of the capabilities of the thoughts of what somebody else might be thinking, which is why when I tell people things, I start to make sure that I formulate in a way to where they could, I could potentially anticipate. And I do that, I put a lot of effort in, not a lot, but enough, enough effort into it when I'm talking to people to where I can work to get an expected reaction of something that I'm anticipating to follow up in that conversation in a way that um, that I'm, I'm ready to follow up with. you know. And I do that to, to the best of my degree and ability when I'm talking to people because again, you don't ever have a clue how people talk, I mean, how, how people are gonna react to. But when it, the guy asked me how I was doing and I said neutral, and then he's probably thinking, and that's coming full swing around, oh, he's probably just like normal, calm, and everything else like that. Everybody's normal and calm is different. New York City, calm might be a five, okay? Um, in, in a beautiful paradise city, calm might be like a two, like you're more relaxed than ever. 
But my calm and relaxed, okay, in all honesty, is like an eight. But I'm just steaming. And that's part of my motivation. That's part of who I am. And that's just me. So a little bit of self-externalize, uh, yeah, externalizing for lack of better words, maybe some interesting thoughts of how you could think of where your neutral is and what your neutral is in compared to somebody else's neutral. That's like if you say it's hot, well, what's hot to you is what's hot to somebody else. You say, oh, this guy is tall. Tall compared to who? Another taller guy beside him? All of a sudden, that guy's not tall anymore. You know what I mean? So I feel like a lot of things like that are uh, are um, based off of perspective. But anyway, that's just a little more detail about how I am, uh, how I roll, and uh, my thoughts. So when you see me on stage, you'll, you know, you'll see it. You'll see it because I externalize it a lot on stage. But that's part of what I, what I love, and that's part of the fun about it because I can just be fully, um, you know, me to the fullest degree—not the fullest degree, but a very close degree as possible. So, uh, this was fun getting to know me uh, again. This is always so you can kind of get to know me off stage. Maybe have some interesting questions for yourself that you might not have thought of. Maybe, maybe not. But uh, yeah, with that being mentioned, I got to pump up some gas because I'm all here on E. And then I'm going to uh, go go to training. So, everybody have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for your time. I'm Benja. Well done. Check me out. Peace.